What is up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horton. This is this is the NWA, the show celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, and the tradition of the greatest pro wrestling entity of all time. Obviously, we're referring to the National Wrestling Alliance. And I am joined, as always, by my best pals, Will Martin. Hey, Will. Good evening. And Gary, uh, we were trying to get Rob's mic set up earlier. Now it sounds like your mic is a little uh, janky, so you might want to check that setting. Oh, no. <laughs> we try uh, to bring you people the best quality we possibly can. What about now? Is it any better now? Oh, gosh, oh, yes. Chris, like you're Chris in the room with me now. Hey, that's weird. I wonder why it all switched up. But anyway, that other voice you heard saying crystal clear like his crystal Pepsi he's drinking tonight. It's the doctor, Rob Stinson. What's up, doc? What's up, man? Wait, can't wait to get into this fantastic episode of Power Surge. A lot of good stuff to talk about tonight. Well, we are going to get into it, and I'm excited. And I'm not even just saying that. People think that we come on here, and we're on the official NWA YouTube, and oh, I've been doing a NWA podcast since 2018. We talk about uh, NWA all the time, blah, blah, blah. They're just like, they're putting on a show. Well, let me tell you something. This is no show. This is no act. I am this excited, especially after today's press conference. I couldn't be more excited for the NWA and its future. What Mr. William Patrick Corgan, sorry, President William Patrick Corgan, and the world champion Nick Aldis, Trevor Murdoch, Camille, all of them. Just, just name a wrestler in the NWA right now, and they're at the top of their game. And it's just all so fantastic. And the race to the chase is on. Now, we have an episode of Power Search we got to talk about, though. So we are going to jump right into that as well. Uh, fellas, uh, how are you feeling? Are you as excited as I am? Just just curious. Man, it was a huge day. I mean, oh, yeah. um, I, I, got the, I got the heads up about 1 o'clock or so that we got a big press conference coming on at 2. And uh, that just... Uh, started a, a social media flurry of activity uh, heading into what already promised to be a huge um, episode of Power Surge where we showcase some of the up-and-coming talent today and then highlight some of the great stars from the past, in this case, Joseph Hudson, Josephus. Uh, so, man, from, from like 1 o'clock on, I have been stoked. And, uh, and the NWA once again delivered. Yeah, well, totally, uh, totally agree. Want to jump in here and say what's up to Willie Bowen, Nathan Licklitter. Uh, the Alliance blog is here. Mattias Shaw, Eric Z, Rod Gibson, uh, Terry McDermott's out there watching. Uh, all of you guys. Ryan, see you out there, buddy. Imran, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate all of you guys in the chat right now. If you're if you're watching and you're not in the chat, you can jump on YouTube and jump right into the chat and hang out with some of the fellow hashtag NWA fan members and talk about the show. And we like to just acknowledge them from time to time. We'll get their questions and that sort of thing. So thank you guys for being here and participating in the chat as well. All right, let's jump into this episode of Power Surge. Uh, we start off with a nice little interview with Mae Valentine and uh, President uh, Corgan talking about Joseph Hudson, just basically a little lead in to like Joseph coming in and Billy uh, making friends with him early on and, him and his uh, his wife at the time, uh, Benita, and they, you know, just developed a relationship. He tried to bring him into impact. Political stuff got in the way. That didn't work out the way he wanted to. And luckily, when the NWA started, literally the first person he called 
was Joseph Hudson to get him involved with it to say that we can do things the way we want to do. It's just a good memory to see and just good to remember. We miss we miss Joseph Hudson, and uh, I think we all have uh, fond memories of him. We've got a uh, post show we did over at This Is Pro Wrestling. It's YouTube.com slash This Is Pro Wrestling. You can check that out. We, we spent like a couple of hours, I think, talking about uh, Joseph and uh, just what he meant to each of us and getting stories from other people and just uh, a great man. And uh, so happy to have a power search where we're going to focus in on him in the main event. Uh, let's jump in the first match up, though. Uh, there's Mr. All Day Marche Rocket. And uh, a man that I know is close to the heart of Dr. Rob Stinson uh, from Tater Pillar, Tennessee, Mr. Jeremiah Plunkett. He is also in the ring. And, uh, and I love I love this match. And I love, I love this whole episode just for it featuring some of the folks we don't see quite as often right now on NWA Power. Uh, we've seen these guys. We've seen their faces. We know, we know who they are, but it's nice to see them participating in some matches that we get to focus in on them a little bit more. You've obviously got some people that have worked their way up the rankings in the NWA, and so these are some guys, uh, you know, respectfully fighting down a little bit on the lower rungs right now, trying to make their name and make their way up in, uh, in the star power area as far as the NWA is concerned to get themselves in position for title contention and so on and so forth. Uh, these two guys had great back and forth, uh, solid wrestling match all the way around. Uh, and Pluckett, I mean, Pluckett, I, at one point nailed a beautiful spine buster, as beautiful as you're ever going to see anywhere. I mean, I just loved it. I thought that was the end of the match and just couldn't get the three on Marche. Uh, Pluckett got angry, did the pull his strap down. You can see he's uh, getting ready to go. He gets nailed by a beautiful drop kick from Marche Rocket. So you can just see where these guys' specialties lie. Uh, Marche just has incredible offense. I loved watching him wrestle tonight. And uh, he uh, hits a power slam. That's not quite enough. And Jeremiah wants this win here. But unfortunately, out of nowhere, uh, Marche hits that cutter and picks up the one, two, three, and uh, Mr. All Day goes over Marche Rocket with the victory. Doc says, Jeremiah Pluckett's your boy. Oh, Plunky, just curious your thoughts on this matchup. Um, I, I, before I do that, I want to I want to just, again, I want to commend uh, the opening segment from President Corgan uh, on uh, invoking the memory of, of, of Joseph Hudson and talking about how their paths cross. And I think there's an interesting little tie-in to this match too, that I'd like to point out. Also, as much as it pains me, I love Joe Galley's, uh, you know, when he draws those historic sketches and summaries, there's nobody better than he is at it. And he painted the picture of, you know, the, the history between uh, David Arquette and, and Tim Storm and Joseph Hudson right there at the start of the program to kind of lead us into this first match. But you guys remember, we know when DVDs were first coming out and you had like the Criterion Collection, they would have these little Easter eggs. I remember like my favorite uh, DVD ever was This Is Spinal Tap and it had all these little hidden gems and stuff like that. You guys don't realize this, but you're sitting on an Easter egg right now in this opening contest with Marche Rockin and Jeremiah Plunkett because both of them, <laughs> right? Yeah, look, it's there. It's right in front. It's right in plain sight. Both of these, it's such an appropriate opening contest and a power surge dedicated to Joseph Hudson. Why? Because Marche Rocket and Jeremiah Plunkett have deep history with Josephus. How? Well, Billy Corgan mentions working with Joseph in Chicago in the early days prior to Impact, prior to the NWA, and that was a an, uh, uh, an organization that he founded called Resistance Pro Wrestling, RPW, right? Well, it just so happens that Joseph Hudson 
held the RPW championship for something like, I wrote it down, so 349 days. Anybody want to guess what man ended the reign of Joseph Hudson? Marche Rocket became the R. That's right. The RPW Resistance Pro Champion ending the reign of Joseph. Now let's look over to Jeremiah Plunkett, the pride out of Tater Peeler, one of my absolute favorites, one of the most respected um, journeymen in one of the most respected states in pro wrestling period. One of the hotbeds of pro wrestling is Middle Tennessee. You've got all the greats there right now. I mean, you've got, you've got, of course, Southern California. You've got Texas. But no one cannot deny that Middle Tennessee is one of the purest, most vibrant areas for wrestling. That is where Crimson, you know, his tried and true school is at. That's uh, that's where the current world's champ, Nick Aldis, lives. That's where uh, Tom Latimer lives. That's where guys like uh, Jeremiah Plunkett are from, guys like Alex Taylor. They're all from that area. Well, during those days, Joseph Hudson was a two-time, at the time, NWA Southern Heavyweight Championship. The lineage of that and its association with the NWA is a little sketchy, but it was being touted as an NWA championship, and Joseph Hudson, during his life, was very proud to point out that he had had an NWA championship. Well, guess who also held that same exact, very same championship that Joseph Hudson had and defended in Middle Tennessee, and that is Jeremiah Plunkett. And so you have two guys with with deep ties, history with Joseph Hudson, uh, facing each other in this opening contest, a power surge dedicated to Joseph Hudson. I thought it was a fantastic little Easter egg and just a nice little curiosity there to, to see this. And two of my favorites, again, Marche Rocket, again, you pointed it out, Gary, amazing offense. Uh, Jeremiah Plunkett, I think uh, uh, Velvet Sky pointed out on commentary that he might not give the appearance of someone who's technically sound, but this is one of the most technically sound wrestlers in the game. And this match could have gone either way. I'm not surprised that Marche walked out with it, but I wouldn't have been surprised if Plunkett had either. Great opening contest. Will, how'd you feel about this one? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, thanks Doc, for that insight. That's really cool. I love when stuff comes together like that. And I mean, I feel like we see that all the time in professional wrestling and especially in the NWA where things, whether intentional or not, um, things just always seem to tie together. And that's something cool with the NWA because we've got so many, uh, you know, performers from different walks and different, you know, promotions coming together under one banner in the NWA um, and competing together. And this match was awesome, man. This was this was everything that a power surge match should be, in my opinion. And, and Gary, you mentioned it earlier, and I don't think it's disrespectful at all to say this is two guys that are probably severely underrated in the NWA. And all I mean by that is they just have not inserted themselves into, you know, big title, you know, pictures and things that are, are getting them on TV on a weekly basis, like some of these other, um, some of these other wrestlers, but these guys are, are incredible. And we saw that tonight. And this was just one of those matches that as somebody who's been a wrestling fan, since I was like six years old, that this, this was, this was akin to what I used to be glued to the TV watching when I was a kid, just a back and forth, slobber knocker of a wrestling match two guys that are obviously highly experienced at, at what they do both of them wanted to win both of them had a competitive spirit and traded back and forth um, the momentum and you know also two guys that perform on a level you know that you wouldn't expect by looking at them and that's another no disrespect comment but these are guys that that don't adhere to a specific necessarily style of wrestling they're just solid all around professional wrestlers and when you get two guys like that in a ring 
it just really makes for a great wrestling match. And so this was a fantastic way to start the show, especially now knowing uh, the context that that Doc has um, so eloquently taught us. And uh, yeah, it was just a great start to the show. In the end, Marche Rocket, you know, came out on top. But honestly, no outcome in this match would have surprised me in the least. I hope to see a lot more of both of these guys moving forward. I think they've definitely staked a claim for um, them them belonging in the NWA along with the top tier of talent. And um, so that was a great showcase. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely enjoyed this matchup. And, uh, and props to the Alliance blog also pointing out, Docky, just uh, mentioning just how much of a force and just echoing or uh, – you know, piggybacking on what you said, just talking about uh, that Pluckett being a force in Middle Tennessee, just uh, had had challenged Satoshi Kojima for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship at one point, Southern Heavyweight Champion. Just uh, all that, all of that, just uh, very interesting stuff. So uh, it's very important to know that I think about Pluckett. Like he comes in here, but and 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 don't get me wrong, I think the commentary absolutely did hit on that during this matchup. They they absolutely promoted Pluckett and his credentials. Right. And, 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 and just, uh, you guys, I, I know Jeremiah Plunkett. We, uh, we, we've had many conversations. We've crossed paths multiple times. He's also, a, he's also very intelligent on the history of the sport. He respects the history, which is one reason why he is featured on the fantastic series that has started uh, race to the chase that you can see on YouTube. Now, uh, it's Jeremiah Plunkett that speaks about the history of the chase in St. Louis wrestling. They picked him out of all the talent because he is someone who knows He's informed. He's lived it, and uh, and exactly, I think anybody who who is active in this, who's done the the yeoman's work, uh, respects Jeremiah Plunkett. What a great contest! This is what the NWA is about, man. History, tradition, even even these up and comers. If you want to call a guy like Marche Rocket or Jeremiah Plunkett an up and comer, even they just exude the weight of history or a sense of history and importance about them. So uh, nobody does this like the NWA does. And again, hats off for not only opening the show with, with the remembrances and the comments and leading into what we're going to see with uh, Josephus and David Arquette, but, but showcasing this match with two guys who are just fantastic talents with deep histories um, that, that cross paths with Joseph, uh, Joseph Hudson, very, very appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely appreciate that insight. Um, next up, we got a little bit more from that Joseph Hudson uh, or Josephus and David Arquette rivalry. We got the press conference uh, between uh, between the two, just uh, talking it out. And uh, it was a really a chance for David Arquette to know a former WCW World Heavyweight Champion, David Arquette, we should say, uh, getting in there and getting a chance to speak his mind. I think Joseph... Uh, Wanted to call him out there. Josephus didn't think David Arquette was uh, going to be much of a man, was kind of a poser in the wrestling world, but this was a chance for David Arquette to kind of show that he was not going to back down from a fight. He was going to show up, and he would be ready to go when the time was right. And uh, so very, very cool. And, and honestly, uh, again, I, I don't want to harp on this all night, but I just loved hearing Josephus speak and just, just having a chance to just have him run his mouth for a little bit. No doubt, oh. man. I I could I could watch. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in front of you there, Will. No, uh, I could watch. I could watch a whole season of Power just highlighting the career of Joseph Hudson, man. And 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 then the point is though, everybody, everybody back there, whether their their relationship was strained with him, like Tim Storm, uh, Nick Aldis at times, and of course uh, uh, President Corgan, and more to say about that when we get to the match. But uh, everybody, I think, will point out the the 
incredible respect that they have for him and uh, and his ability to captivate and his just uh, immense creativity so much so that it was above a lot of people's heads including mine a lot of times and uh there'll never be another joseph hudson never all right well um coming back from that we ended up in a triple threat matchup with some more new blood in the national wrestling alliance again love seeing this just just when you think you know the roster will you had an excellent tweet during the show just when you were like uh, you know, you, you harken back to uh, a year ago, maybe when people were like, who's left in the NWA? Like all these people are going different places, but this again is back to like we talked about last week. It's what doc always said, the meta promotion, the, there are people in and out. And now you've even got so many people that you don't even get to see all of these people at the same time. We had two brand new faces right here in this matchup. Of course, we got Jordan Clearwater, the golden boy, along with his uh, partner in crime, Black G's. Uh, and uh, they, Jordan was taken on in a triple threat, Papa Jive and Rush Freeman. Now, all I, you guys may be able to enlighten me more. Doc's always got tricks up his sleeves, but I know Rush is a uh, student in Middle Tennessee, I believe, or, or has trained in Tennessee at least. And so he's very familiar with that area of town or the country. And uh, Papa Jive is a student over at the <laughs> college. Uh, you, yes, the town of Tennessee. <laughs> the town of Tennessee. Uh, anyway, Papa Jive, Austin Idols, University of, of Wrestling College. Is that what it's called? Universal. Universal. Universal, Universal Wrestling College. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, you, you got me. You got me messed up. Anyway, lots of lots of double teaming rush to start off, uh, and uh, I like rush. Lots of power. I mean, I saw it in the chat and fight, so hopefully he would take this as a compliment. Lots of comparisons to a Kevin Nash or a Diesel and that kind of uh, feel. And, uh, and and Papa Jive looks good. Uh, he may be the freshest face out of them. I believe Rush has been training a little bit longer, but uh, Papa Jive's uh, fresh off of uh, some uh, just starting out at. Uh, idols college and he showed out here tonight he had some some great work in there in the middle of the ring uh but this match ended up uh basically geez uh when jive got thrown out of the ring geez just kept him out there and uh interfered in the match and just uh beating up on jive a little bit uh, clearwater looked a little perturbed by this didn't want to win that way but rush of course attacks him He's not going to wait around to see what happens. And uh, Clearwater able to reverse that. Nails Rush Freeman with the Midas touch. And the Golden Boy gets one, two, three. Which, if I had to say there was a favorite going into this match, I imagine Clearwater would be that favorite. Here's a man who's gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with the real-world heavyweight champion, Nick Aldis. Uh, Jordan Clearwater is no slouch. And, of course, he took advantage of the situation he was handed, uh, whether he wanted to or not. And he got the victory here. Will, what are your thoughts on this uh, triple threat? It was fantastic. Uh, you know, you mentioned what I tweeted out. And I'll, I'll get on my soapbox for just one second. We've talked about this a lot, but not lately. But, you know, for the past year, um, it's no secret the NWA uh, went on a hiatus um, with the pandemic and everything that happened. And it feels like for months and months, all we heard was like, well, who's in the NWA as, as you know, people in the wrestling business, just like, you know, Rob always says that NWA is a meta promotion. There's not, you know, 
exclusivity in their contracts and all this other stuff like you see everywhere else. So these guys are free to go compete wherever they want for whatever prize they want to compete for. And, you know, but the conversation kept being, oh, well, who's in the NWA? Who's here? Who do they have? Who do they have? That was the conversation we kept hearing. This was your answer, because I doubt that any anyone was thinking about these guys, and that's no disrespect on them. They're they're fresh faces in the wrestling industry. Um, but I think tonight they showed us and reminded us that when it comes to the National Wrestling Alliance, they have their finger on the pulse of wrestling at large, like capital W wrestling, not just what you see on TV, not just what's available on cable. They're looking beyond that. And there is never a shortage of people that want to compete at a high level, that are highly trained, that are are highly capable of coming in and making a mark, um, just like the three guys we saw in this match. Again, we were very familiar with Jordan Clearwater. He's he's competed in some pretty high stakes matches in an NWA ring. That's been a treat. But guys like Rush Freeman and Papa Jive, we haven't seen them. We might have known of them from from here or there, you know, a little bit. But this was the first kind of big big time match we ever saw him in and a, a triple threat match is, is a tough match to be in. Um, you got two guys you got to look out for. It's not just a one-on-one -on -one match. A lot of guys can, can, can come in and execute a one-on-one -on -one contest. No problem. But these guys had an incredible three-way match. Didn't skip a beat. All three of them, you know, were on their a game and I was just, overwhelmed with this sense of, you know, I think the NWA tweeted out, you know, the future is now. And that's absolutely true. The future is now. We are looking at the future right now tonight on Power Surge of the NWA. So who does the NWA have? They've got hundreds of people, just like the three, the three guys that were in this ring. Um, we're going to see even more of that from the ladies when it gets to Empower. We I know we've got some news to talk about from the press conference today, but some doors are being opened there. And so it's the same story over in the women's division. There is just no shortage of talent. Uh, the future is bright. And this match just kind of lit a fire under me for the future of the NWA and pro wrestling, um, you know, as a whole. Doc, I'm curious about your thoughts on this uh, triple threat here. Are you really, Gary? Are you really curious about my thoughts on triple threat matches? I've only been saying for a year that typically I don't like triple threat matches, except, except on one condition that they are used to showcase talent. This is the proper use of a triple threat match. Uh, they absolutely nailed it. Uh, you have Papa Jive, who's coming to us from New York. You have Rush Freeman. Guess where he's coming from, guys? Middle Tennessee, another guy who's familiar with, with someone like a Joseph Hudson and uh, and a Jeremiah Plunkett, uh, the Eden of pro wrestling, if you will. And then, of course, Jordan Clearwater, one of the brightest stars, rising stars in the NWA. Um, I do want to say that I really need Clearwater to, to, to stay focused and to, and to listen to the advice that Black Jesus is giving him. Obviously, Black Jesus oriented and focused towards him winning. And he didn't want, he wanted to, you know, be noble and, you know, I'm not going to win under these circumstances. Nevertheless, he took the win, right? He didn't, he didn't abandon the match when he saw that there was some, you know, activity going on outside. He was more than happy to take the win and, and Black G's enters the ring and tells him, you got the win, didn't you? And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's all that counts is getting the win. So listen, Jordan, listen, to, I love you, man. I think you've got a bright future. You've got a good advisor by your side in Black G's. He's, give, he's pointing you in the right direction. Let him help you find the way. 
you know, my next question was actually going to be, what is, what do you think the business relationship between Jordan Clearwater and Black G's is? That's one of the things that's kind of, they've kind of just sprung in, uh, sprung it on us, I guess is what I'm looking for. Uh, they, they, they are a uh, team together that they're working together. Uh, Clearwater's taking his advice. Uh, I think I even made a tweet about it this evening and Clearwater and G's both responded. Uh, I was just saying, what is the plan here? What is the goal? And, uh, Jordan Clearwater, very quick to reply back, saying it's to get the money and get the gold. And uh, Jesus, just like everybody wishes they knew the plan. And uh, they were very, they're very active online. You guys can follow those guys. G's two one five on Twitter and uh, Clear Like Water is uh, Jordan Clearwater over there. And uh, but they're they're very interactive, but they are not very forthright with exactly what their arrangement is or anything like that. But it doesn't surprise me, however, to find out that uh, our pal, the doc is all for any means necessary forms of victory. Um, anyway. Well, it's what we call up. real politic. And, and, and I think uh, you guys, if you, if you are real wrestling fans would know that in the wrestling business uh, and I'm not in the business fighting, but, but to get ahead at some point, it's, you know, ends are going to have to justify means if you want to to attain that golden glory. And say what you want about Black G's, but last I checked, Jordan Clearwater walked out with a big win tonight against two very worthy opponents. So you may not like the the path, but you certainly are over there gloating about the res, uh, the results. So if you're going to talk about the results, you better you better show some sort of acknowledgement of the path. Hmm. Well said. Well. uh, Guys, I just want to let you know, again, thank you to everybody who's in the chat, everybody who's watching right now on YouTube. I just want to take a quick second to let you know who we are. Before I do that, I want to let you know, I just got a note from the producers in my little earbud here that I can give you some special news that nobody else knows and everybody wants to know. I can give that to you tonight here on this show, but I'm going to save it for a little bit. So if you're watching the post show, you'll get it. And you'll know a little bit more detail about Empower and NWA 73 if you stick around. For those of you who saw the press conference, there might be a few tidbits that got left out that you wish you knew and you don't know where you can find them out here tonight. That said, to let you know who we are, we are from a show called This Is Pro Wrestling. We're at TIPW Show on all the social medias. Uh, you can find us there. You can find us on our YouTube channel. We would be honored if you would go and subscribe. We're working very hard to get some more content out over there. Uh, since we got this awesome opportunity with the NWA, a lot of our stuff came over here, and we are grateful for that. So we're working on our YouTube channel as well. We're trying to hit a 1,000 over there just so we can keep this thing going and make our wives happy. So if you could, go subscribe at YouTube.com slash This Is Pro Wrestling. We would be eternally grateful to you for that. And uh, follow us on all the social medias. Like I said, it's been garnering a lot of attention and a lot of uh, a lot of interesting attention here lately. And uh, I don't know if it's because of things Doc says it's always controversial or whatever it is. But the NWA stars and alike, they uh, also are. You never know what will happen on this show. Let me tell you, just because things are things be crazy in the NWA as we gear up for the race to the chase. Um, anyway. That said, let's talk about the very end of this show before we dive into all those other details, talk a little bit about the press conference, talk about this champion series. We did get an ad for that here. We'll cover that at the end. Let's jump right in to Joe Cephas and the spiritual advisor, 
this was for the pop-up show. Uh, they, uh, I forget what it was. Tried and True Pro was their partner here. That's a uh, Crimson, you know, Big uh, Crimson. He was a part of this, running that company. Uh, Tom Latimer, a trainer over at Tried and True. Uh, if you look hard enough at, during the main event of that show, which is available, by the way, on Fight TV, you can still watch that show right now, the whole show. And uh, you'll see uh, Big Strong Mims hanging out next to Billy Corgan during the main event, which was Nick Aldis versus James Storm for the Real World's Heavyweight Championship. So great show all the way around. But one of the highlights, of course, was Josephus and the Spiritual Advisor taking on David Arquette and a mystery partner. And uh, as they come out, I love this little segment. Uh, I, you know, I'm still looking for more information on the Spiritual Advisor because I just have a fascination with her. And uh, if you're out there, Spiritual Advisor... Uh, you're missed and uh, we'd love to see you again. I'll uh... anyway, got to focus. Uh, so David Arquette, uh, he, he comes out and uh, nobody seems to think that, uh, that he has a mystery partner uh, that it's all a ruse. So they're just getting ready to go ahead and shave his head. But David Arquette lets them know, no, nay, I am an actor and I come from a long line of actors. And so you may not have thought it, but I have a mystery partner. And he introduces the world to his mystery partner, and that mystery partner is none other than the perfect Storm, Timothy Storm. And he is he is rare to find. He just runs on down to the ring, and he starts wailing away on old Josephus. They, if you guys aren't familiar with this time in the NWA's history, Tim Storm and Josephus, as, uh, as was put on commentary, I believe, they had what you would call a blood feud. They had... It was legit heat between the two. They were going at it. They were ready to pound the crap out of each other anytime they saw each other anywhere. And so uh, it was cool. This was the perfect partner for David Arquette in this matchup. Uh, and honestly, this match was a little bit one-sided once Tim Storm got in there. I mean, Josephus did get some, uh, get some offense in there. The spiritual advisor just mostly hanging to the corner and uh, being spiritual. And uh, Josephus just uh, couldn't overcome David Arquette and Tim Storm. They get the win. And uh, just a big celebration there at the end with Josephus plopped down in the chair, getting his head shaved, including the encouragement from President William Patrick Corgan over in the corner, providing the shears and celebrating yet another bald person in the world alongside him. Uh, Doc, I see you shaking your head. So go ahead and jump in here. I'd love to know your thoughts and memories of this situation. I mean, you see, you see the roots of conspiracy Corgan all the way back back then. Uh, from the from the completely biased announced team, not only did they make a Jim Jones analogy uh, regarding Joseph, they also made a David Koresh analogy uh, during the match. Uh, so that's not objective at all. And then to see uh, the president of the company get in there gleefully, shedding all notions of objectivity and whatnot, to come in there and gleefully uh, taunt. And uh, and uh, ridicule Joseph Hudson during this uh, moment of trial and tribulation to me was just really it was very disheartening. Oh, that was and he's left speechless. Will, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, not specifically about what what Rob's talking about, but this match as a whole. So I tweeted this out. Um, if you follow me. 
this was my first time seeing this match. So if you don't know the story of the three of us and us coming together, I became an NWA fan, been a lifelong wrestling fan, but became specifically an NWA fan uh, back in 2019, late 2019 um, and early 2020. And so this was the first time I had seen this match in its entirety. I kind of knew the story and, uh, you know, had heard about it. Um, but man, what a treat. I mean, what to see these guys in there telling the story that they told and and putting on this match was incredible. And I tell you, seeing Tim Storm, vintage Tim Storm running to the ring and, you know, he's great at the commentary booth. But, man, it made me want to see him in the ring some more on NWA Power, uh, maybe even in St. Louis. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with with him and that. But, man, Tim Storm is is he's a draw for me. I, I love Tim Storm. So it was such a treat to see him uh, in action tonight, even though it was, was a match from the past. Um, but it was, it was incredible. It was, it, it was, you know, one of those matches that it's like, it's a constant roller coaster. You know, you've got the perfect mixture of prize fighting. I mean, these guys are fighting for their literal hair. Um, and, and so you've got, you've got a prize and you've got, uh, guys that legitimately hate each other inside the squared circle, uh, which always comes through um, when when the match happens. And so um, it was just such a great treat. And this was this was Josephus the way that I was introduced to him, um, because around that time, you know, I became an NWA fan through 10 pounds of gold through the series. Uh, you know, when Tim Storm was champion and the the uh, the, the trading back and forth between uh, him and, and Aldis and then eventually Aldis and Cody. And so that was kind of my introduction to the modern iteration of the NWA. And so this was the Josephus, the Joseph Hudson that that uh, has that definite special place in my heart. And so it was just such a treat to kind of uh, be able to live that moment for me for the first time and just to kind of put myself back in that time period and and just to remember how far the NWA has come since those days. You know, I mean, how how much has been built on the backs of those guys in that ring in that match and what they were doing even back then before NWA power was a thing, before Fight TV was a thing with the NWA like that was that was what the NWA was built on, you know, when, when William Patrick Corgan took over. So all the conspiracy talk aside, this was just a great moment in history for the National Wrestling Alliance. And um, and it was great to, to live that tonight on Power Surge. It's very interesting to see Tim Storm on commentary. He's very, very good at that job. But yeah, like you said, I, I'm invested. When Tim Storm's involved, he's still one of my favorite, uh, just good Good men and good wrestlers, like in the business, and uh, it was certainly something when he was when he was in the ring a little bit more to keep Nick Aldis in check too. You know, just just throwing that out there. But uh, anyway, I'm <laughs> just trying to rile up Doc over here. Um, no, I mean you, you can't you can't deny uh, when he emerged from that curtain, man. The electricity, I, I felt it. I felt it again. I mean, I, I remember feeling that way. Uh, when it happened, and I felt it all over again. I mean, there's no denying, and I think I sent a tweet out. Uh, there's no denying that Tim Storm is one of the most electrifying, beloved, and respected performers in the game. And when he came out, you auto automatically knew that uh, Josephus was at a disadvantage. Yeah, and front row in the chat pointing out just absolutely something we should mention. It's just the NWA has accomplished so much in the two and a half years since this match. It's amazing. It's just so, it is so cool to see how far we've come. And uh, 
just uh, enjoying this as the hashtag NWA fam and uh, and and taking the time. I will say again, just for honoring uh, already having created legends and one of those legends that has uh, sadly moved on, uh, but will never be forgotten in Joseph Hudson. And uh, just uh, so so cool to see him in action one more time here uh, tonight. Even if we've got to revisit an older match, it was just it was like brand new for me again. I I, I loved. I love seeing him in the ring and seeing him speak and all of that stuff. It just, uh, this was a great episode of power surge. I have to say just the whole thing top to bottom was just a lot of fun. And I had a blast with it. I remember too. And I know we got to move on to the press conference, but I remember as a child, um, I remember when the midnight express defeated the rock and roll express for the TV title. And that memory just lived with me. I remember, you know, uh, Buzz Sawyer and Tommy rich, those memories. And then I think like with my children, it's this that's those memories it's josephus versus david arquette you know that those are the memories that they'll take 20 years down the road and say man the nwa has always been the greatest man going all the way back to you know william flag in the 1800s and then you know hack and schmidt and gotch all up to luthes and and uh orville brown and then we had the era of joseph hudson man you know my kids will remember that and of course the 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 great joy that the question mark brought us all um it's just great stuff man and the nwa has always done this and they continue to do it year after year era after era they always provide something uh that entrances and becomes like you said gary becomes uh becomes legendary and now uh joseph hudson belongs to the ages and he is a legend yeah jonathan darwin uh Pointing out of the chat, he can't even decide anymore if he wants to see Tim Storm on commentary or in the ring. It's so hard to decide. He's so good at both. Tim Storm is uh, another one. Yeah, he's just he's going to be a legend. One way or the other, the man's making his legacy. And uh, if you guys haven't followed us on uh, YouTube.com slash This Is Pro Wrestling or at TIPW Show, our podcast, which is available anywhere, uh, we do a history of wrestling podcasts. If you love these insights from Doc, uh, a great place to do them. Uh, to get those is in our history of pro wrestling. So you can learn a little bit more uh, from doc educating us and me just making fun of things like William flag, who he just brought up and is William flag, baby coming at your half mash. <laughs> so anyway, you gotta, you gotta check those out. You can learn all about these historical figures in professional wrestling. Hey, we're going to talk about the press conference right now. And as we jump into the press conference, I'm not going to make you baby birds wait anymore. I see you out there and I'm gonna feed you. Right now, let me tell you the big news that our producers just told me I can tell you. One thing they forgot at the press conference that a lot of you probably wondered about is Empower sounds so cool. NWA 73 sounds so cool. I want to be in these tapings. I want to go to the chase. It's wrestling at the chase. I got to be there. It looks so gorgeous and classy and it's historical. What a moment in wrestling history. How do I make it happen? Tell me right now gary okay fair enough i will you will be able to buy tickets to this event starting on friday afternoon tickets go on sale you gotta stay tuned to the nwa socials though because i have not been given authorization to give you an exact time so stay tuned leaks information more to come but tickets for all of this stuff goes on sale Friday afternoon. So make sure you're paying attention and ready. NWA Empower, NWA 73, and more NWA Power tapings all coming to you live from the historic Chase Plaza Hotel, the Chase Ballroom. It is going to be 
amazing. And who knows what kind of surprises are in store for you. You want to be there live. You got to be there. This is this is history in the making right here. We're talking about these legends. That's going to be legendary. That said, at this press conference tonight, we got to, oh, wait, what's, what's Doc got over there? What do you got, Doc? It's a book. Oh, nothing. I've just I've just been reading up uh, uh, Larry Matisic's great book, Wrestling at the Chase. On the uh, you can get this book on Amazon. Uh, he's not endorsed our show or anything like that. We don't have any kind of partnership. There's no sponsorship here. So it's such it? a good. Uh, it's such a good uh, source on on the story of Sam Muchnick and the larger uh, St. Louis Wrestling Club. Not just what happened at the at uh, the Carson Ballroom at the Chase Hotel. Uh, wrestling at the chase, but the 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 St. Louis Wrestling Club, and you see Sam Muchnick with the great uh, Bruiser Brody again, another Josephus tie in there. Uh, the the great connection between uh, Bruiser Brody, uh, Bruiser Brody's family, and Joseph Hudson. Joseph Hudson for some time went as Josephus Brody, uh, but I, I did want to point out uh, a fantastic little um, uh, point in this book where he, where he talks about how. In those days, one of the things that made uh, wrestling like acceptable to the broader St. Louis population and in the Southeast was the fact that wrestling at the chase was a fancy affair. I mean, the men would go in suits and the women in ball gowns, and they would go in this ph- phenomenal ballroom with gla- crystal chandeliers and watch wrestling, and uh, it made it like mainstream palatable. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping again. I'm not speaking with any authority, but I'm hoping. Doc, Doc if I could, if I could jump in real quick because I know yeah, where you're going. Go ahead. Going. I know, and I, and, I, and I don't mean this. I mean this with all due respect. Eric Dale in the chat right now actually brought up this very point, saying, "Is there a dress code for these events in Luthez's day? People legitimately dressed up for wrestling at the Chase, and that's where Doc was going, Eric. That's where I'm going. I mean, I think in the ballroom. Now you understand this is a ballroom. You're talking about the finest." crystal chandeliers in the southeast you're talking about a a place that is set aside for formal occasions uh i man if i had any influence at all i'd say hey if you want to get into this event you need to you need to dress appropriately for the occasion that's where i'm going (laughs) doc is legitimately i have no authority i have no authority i'll be dressed i'll be dressed to the nines he he's been petitioning for there to be a dress code at the chase uh at best we could just encourage that, yeah, if you want to take this back all the way, if you want to just make it a fun night out and just make this feel historic, it would be something if the hashtag NWA fam did show up in uh, at least some formal, uh, some semi-formal cocktail attire or something. You know, just, just make it a little bit nicer than your normal ripped jeans and T-shirts, you know, that, that kind of thing. But we'll see. I mean... Uh, and yes, Elias Vlog, it is the Midwest, not the Southeast. That was that was Doc. Uh, Jake, yeah, 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 he's he's correct, he's right, he's right. I'm for those I've asking my mind earlier, on when I, <laughs> I got excited earlier and I did channel Austin Idol, I didn't mean to, but I felt his spirit running through me when I was uh building up for those that ticket information. So, thanks for pointing that out as well. Um, anyway, yeah, Doc, I, I, I'm actually the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, man. I'm not even a dress up kind of guy. I'm this kind of guy, the t-shirt. I got my like cap on and stuff, but I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of fun thinking about it just like a super classy wrestling event. When's when's the last time that happened? Uh that would that would be pretty interesting. All right. No, uh, I, I, 
he ahead. says, he says real quick, just a, just a, a brief excerpt. He says, Thez, Luthez, that is, who had been up and down the road since the mid-1930s, said it was a joy to come into the Coruscant room. Just wonderful. Men in black ties and ladies in evening gowns. It was a civilized place after wrestling in tank towns with a lousy ring and 10-watt bulb. Here it was, under chandeliers. It was elite and became the hallmark for wrestling around the world. If you gave 100% normally, this inspired you to give an extra 10%. That is uh, Luthez's recollection of wrestling in, in the ballroom. So... Very, very cool. Um, another big announcement from the press conference. If you guys missed it, there is going to be an NWA Women's Wrestling Invitational uh, that's going to be taking place at Empower. Nikki James bringing in all the people from around the world. If you, she put out the call, a lot of people responded. And, uh, and I got to say, if you thought that she wasn't actually paying attention, if you thought this was she was just putting on airs and Mickey James wasn't actually uh, giving a crap what you said, one of the biggest names I know I personally saw mentioned over and over, especially in the city of St. Louis, uh, St. Louis native Tootie Lynn was mentioned repeatedly. And well, ladies and gentlemen, she is the first entrant into the NWA Women's Invitational. It was announced today. Tootie Lynn is being brought into the NWA to compete at this. This Invitational, of course, has huge, huge ramifications because if you win this Invitational, I assume this is going to be a tournament. We're waiting on a little bit more detail on that, but it sounds like a tournament situation. And uh, if you win at NWA 73, you get a world title shot against whoever holds it, I guess. I assume Camille at this point, but it could be Kenzie Page, could be anybody. And uh and that's you you get a you get a chance to put your name down in the history books by challenging for the Burke at NWA 73, the 73rd anniversary of the National Wrestling Alliance. You could win that prestigious title. I it gives me goosebumps to think about. And I'm so happy, so happy for Tootie Lynn. I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I'm with you. Some of you guys don't know much about Tootie Lynn. I don't know much about Tootie Lynn. I'm looking forward to learning more about her. Will, how do you feel about this? You, you've been a little bit silent there. I mean, I, I know I've been mouthing off constantly. But how, how are you feeling about the way this is shaping up and, and what this press conference has delivered already? Oh man, it's, I am, I have goosebumps. I mean, just listening to you guys talk, just like I did watching that press conference today. I mean, if you're an NW, if you're even remotely an NWA fan and you're not excited about this, you got to check your pulse, man. Like, like Gary said at the top of the show, this is not, this is not lip service from us. This is not, you know, us, us putting on or, or overhyping anything. This is such a great time. If you're an NWA fan like we are, chances are you're a fan of wrestling history like we've been discussing. You're a fan of of the tradition, the legacy, and and the honor that comes with professional wrestling. And, and nothing embodies that like the National Wrestling Alliance. And we saw that in the press conference today. We saw that uh, with you know the people that were there, uh, the championships represented, um, and then this announcement of this women's invitational. I can't 
think of a better way to showcase women's wrestling than to do something like this, you know, as, as Mickey James has done, just put out an open call because just like we mentioned earlier, when we were talking about the triple threat match, there's so, so much talent out there. Some of them we've never even heard of, you know, I had never heard of 2D Lynn before this announcement, before, you know, seeing her on social media during all these conversations. So this will be, uh, my, you know, first time, you know, getting familiar with her. And it's it's exciting because you've got St. Louis represented right off the bat. Um, such a great wrestling tradition in St. Louis, not just with the chase, but just St. Louis in general. Um, so you've got now that being represented. Um, I can't even begin to imagine what other names we're going to start to see pop up as part of this invitational. And as you said, Gary, the huge implications of if you show up and you you know, reign supreme in this invitational, you get a women's world title shot. That is, that's historic. That's something that, that it's, it's not to be taken lightly. This is not, not just a run of the mill, you know, novelty pay-per-view that the NWA is doing. This is the real deal. This is, we're going to showcase the top women's talent that is out there, that is willing to come to St. Louis, that's willing to compete um, for the ultimate prize in in women's professional wrestling. And that's what we're going to get to see. And so if you're a wrestling fan, like the three of us are, uh, and that doesn't excite you, literally check your pulse, go see a doctor. Like I, you, you may not actually be a wrestling fan if this doesn't excite you. So I am over the moon. I can't wait. I know all three of us are going to be in St. Louis, obviously tickets go on sale Friday as we just found out. Um, so, I mean, I would set an alarm. I would stay tuned to the NWA socials to, to make sure that you can be present in St. Louis. If not, that you're at least you know, watching on fight TV and you're joining in the conversation somehow and, and having a, cause this is going to be something like, you know, we look back on this, this hair versus hair match and David Arquette and Josephus said, that's such a landmark moment. This is going to be a landmark moment that like, as Rob mentioned before, like our kids are talking about. Our kids are going to say like, oh, I remember when the NWA came back to the chase and they came back to St. Louis. And um, that's going to be, you know, as 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 President Corgan mentioned in the press conference today, hopefully something that's ongoing. He wants to he wants to have the NWA be a staple again in St. Louis. So this could be the beginning of, of a whole brand new chapter um, for the NWA in St. Louis again. So, I, yeah, I'm over the moon, man. This is this is huge. Right. Uh, both he and Mickey James in the press conference seemed to indicate that this was uh, the 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 plan would be for this to be a recurring event, maybe an annual event. And uh, I'm like you will as much as I love power being in Atlanta. And I think I think Atlanta is always going to be home base for the NWA, at least in the lightning one era. Um, there's something about, you know, something inside me <laughs> in my my historian soul that just loves the idea of, of being in Louis in St. Louis, Missouri frequently often. Uh, by the way, I did want to point out that Missouri does play in the Southeastern conference. So it might be to some Midwestern, but it is Southeastern. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad you uh, cleared that up doc. Uh, thanks so much. So there's a God, there's just so much to talk about going on with the NWA. And it's it, honestly, if you followed our show at all, it's actually just like a breath of fresh air uh, going from uh, the pandemic times when we were all a little bit down and the NWA was on hiatus and we were trying to struggle for things to, we were trying to keep the conversation going and that sort of thing, which is what led us here. So we are grateful for that opportunity or this opportunity to do this, but it is also a breath of fresh air just to like see like, 
there's so much stuff we can't talk about. Like there's just, we can't get to it in every single episode. Like there's just, What's going on with the tag team championship? What's going on with the mystery man? What's going on with uh, the national title? Chris Adonis just won the national title. My God, we should be celebrating or talking at least about that situation. Doc should be celebrating. Um, man, I'm just kidding. We're, we're happy for you, Chris Adonis. I know you're watching right now. Uh, and and Empower, NWA 73. And of course, the real world's heavyweight champion is out there uh, waiting on his next opponent, which... Is it Trevor Murdoch? We'll see. I guess we're going to find out, which leads me into the one thing we can talk about, I think, to as we uh, wind down the show here this evening. Let's talk a little bit about the thing we got a promo before for tonight, which was the Champion Series. Like, now this is a very intriguing idea in itself. Uh, just, uh, I mean, what was the, what was the uh, concept there? I was trying to remember exactly the details. It was something like... Uh, uh, eight champions, 20 participants, and uh, just a series uh, with one prize. And no other details than that have we got. Coming up on next Tuesday, I imagine we're going to know a lot more detail on that. We're going to have a big uh, opening episode for the champion series. But uh, just just wondering how you guys feel about this. Are you, have you thought any more about the champion series? Where are you landed on it? Uh, and just uh, what do you think this entails should nick aldis feel threatened is nick aldis involved i would assume he is uh what about chris Adonis? what about our tag team champions Aaron stevens and kratos i'm just curious so doc i see you squinting your eyes over there your beady little eyes what are you what are you thinking right now i mean you sure you want to go to me first on this <laughs> i mean we could go to will if, if you'd like will did you have anything you wanted to add here <laughs> Uh, I mean, nothing more than last week. I mean, obviously, we didn't learn any new details. We just have a date now that it's going to actually begin on the 27th. And I'm sure we're going to get some more insight into what that's going to entail uh, next week. I'm excited about it. I think it's an intriguing concept. I think that, um, you know, uh, just uh, just the way that it's been presented so far, eight champions, 20 competitors and one prize. What's that prize? I, I don't know what what 20 competitors is it? What are the who are the eight champions? That's what you, uh, the three of us have been talking about in our group chat is kind of Scooby on, in the on, chat asking that same question. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we yeah. counted up the champs, but yeah, are we talking past champs? Like, I mean, what what does that mean? Yeah, I mean that that was my theory. I mean, we've got we do have a lot of past champions uh involved in the NWA, so that could be part of it. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't obviously have any other further details. I'm just excited to to hear what it's gonna be about. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun to me. Nothing to no complaints here. I'm I'm excited to see something new, a new twist on NWA power should be a blast. Uh you guys, uh, we have not mentioned that the next time we come on this show, we will have passed the 1,000th day of the reign of Nick Aldis. Today is actually day 997. In the press conference, he said 996, and that's because there is a common mistake that's made where people, they'll calculate the day by Googling it or something, and Google doesn't, you know, typically those apps or those searches will begin day one 24 hours later. Or, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the first day of Nick Aldis's championship was the moment that he beat Cody Rhodes the second time, which means means that today is 997. Friday, we'll reach day 1000. It rubs no one more wrong than President William Patrick Corrigan. For some reason, for some reason, he has tried to throw roadblock after roadblock 
in the path of this great champion, the greatest rules champion of the modern era, to prevent him from reaching this milestone and, and to do whatever he can within his power to dethrone this phenomenal representative of the greatest wrestling brand in the history of the world. That's what this is. This is not the champion series. This is the conspiracy series. It's a gimmick contrived by William Patrick Corgan to somehow. Are you literally going to sit here right now and bring up the conspiracy Corgan stuff again in the middle of all of this? Don't be surprised. It's not like you haven't heard me say this before. Right? Hey, everything is not a conspiracy. It's just the champion series. It's just the fun. Is, it's just fun. And you think this is fun. You think Nick, you asked if Nick Otis feels threatened. If you mean by that, is he intimidated? No. But it, does he feel threatened? He's the world's champion. He's literally threatened by everyone around him. But he should not have to feel threatened by the promoter, president, and owner of the company. He should be an objective, independent arbiter who should let the dice fall as they may. Let the chips fall as they may. But what, what we see is William Patrick Corgan time after time throwing these weird little twists, these 14-man battle royals, completely defying you know, the, the standard order, the, the standard normal operation of things where you win titles and you establish a pecking order by winning matches and, and earning gold and becoming a contender, the number one contender being the national champion. So you've got you think every decision is a conspiracy, though, like everything it that seems like it. With it seemed, did you see Oregon. did you watch Power Search tonight? Did you see? Uh, you talk about my beady little eyes. Did you see William Patrick Corgan's? With all due respect, sir, if you're listening, his beady little eyes get in there and gleefully just frolic about as as Josephus is having his head shaved as he's being humiliated in the middle of the ring. You call that objectivity? You think this is an objective administrator and an executive in this company? You don't see behind this a, a twist? You don't see something sinister here? There's so many other things William Patrick Corgan's delivered to us, including the NWA itself. I don't see why everything has to be a conspiracy. This championship series could just be a tournament or some kind of a contest to decide who gets number one contender spots. We don't really know. That has nothing to do with the challenge against Nick Aldis. Everything William Patrick Corgan, every signing William Patrick Corgan makes is not a conspiracy. It doesn't matter. There's about just one intelligent person in this chat right now, and his name and and I, I'm with front row. I'm not talking to front row, but he's one of them. There's two. There's front row. No offense to anybody else, but Ron Gibson. Ron Gibson hit the nail on the head. It is not paranoia if they're really coming after you. And I'm going to tell you right now, President Corgan is really, truly coming after Nick Alvis and strictly business. Why? I mean, can you really say that, though? Like, I mean... President Corgan's made a lot of decisions, like as far as like the tag team. I'm not throwing the like, baby out with the bathwater. I'm not saying it's all it's all rubbish. He's running the greatest company, and in spite of him, in spite of his decision making, there have been some great things happening. But but whether it's this doggone conspiracy series, whether it's the the uh, the Trevor Murdoch 14 man battle royal debacle, or this mystery man, whoever that guy is that he brought in, he's completely trying to manipulate the landscape since i arrived here people have been asking a lot of the wrong questions you've been so focused on a name and an identity you haven't been asking yourself why what is a name it's something people of authority use to hold you accountable for your actions i choose not to be accountable I choose anonymity. I've seen everything that anyone has ever said about me 
since I arrived in the NWA, and I'm here to tell you that your conspiracies are wrong. William Patrick Corgan and myself are not friends. We're not allies. It's employer and employee. He's only given me the opportunity to fulfill a purpose, not a dream, because dreams don't come true. You need to know that in this life. A purpose to become an NWA champion. Now open your mind. Start thinking about the people that have been here before me. How comfortable they are. You need to know that comfortable is going away. Because I'm here to change the entire landscape of the NWA. Once we start the road to the chase, my purpose will be set in motion. I will become an NWA champion. And then maybe, maybe the little things that you want to know about me will be revealed. But until then, I hear everything. I hear your thoughts. I hear your comments. I hear your conspiracies. We'll see each other soon. That, uh, well, okay. that's never happened before. I thought this is like a closed room, right? Yeah, I thought, unless nobody. Doc, I'm going to assume that was directed at you because it's kind of creeping me out right now, this whole thing. And, uh, I want no Look, part. I don't of know that, him. So. I don't know. I don't know a thing about him. And if you're not. If you're not it, whatever. I don't know anything about you. I'm just saying, that, you know, the name that's I mean, that was I clearly mean, I mean, it, that was clearly sparked by your remarks there, Rob. You know, accusing him. Can I mean, he just do to... that anytime? Can he just like, <laughs> jump into the middle? Well, when when the men that control this this channel that we're on are are conspiracy Corrigan, Irish Pat Kenny, Jerry Mander Joe, and now I'm assuming Billy the Kid, aka Billy Trask. I'm sure I'm assuming they can get in anytime they want to. So, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I, 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 if you're not part of the conspiracy, then great, but name that tune. Then what are you here for? You want championships? Well, that must mean you're gunning for one of the title holders and that's going to land you directly in the path of strictly business. So, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I'm not amused. Me either. I almost peed my pants. Um, yeah, I didn't terrified. know what happened. I thought I I thought I broke YouTube for a second. So <laughs> that was uh, all right. Oh, well, uh, well, Doc, he, he says uh, just employee employer relationship. There's nothing more than that. So 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 as in uh, AKA hired mercenary. I mean, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, we've seen. You know, but you seem all for it when it comes to Kratos and Aaron Stevens, even if that were the case, then. Just... Well, I, I don't think anybody out here is is accusing Kratos of doing anything below board and not doing anything in the plain light of day for the whole world to see, Gary. 
you can make a little promo and come on here and say, oh, I'm not part of the conspiracy. Our relationship is is employer-employee. Well, heck, that is a, most conspiracy relationships are that way. You're in it for something. You've got a path here through the machinations or machinations of, I don't know how to say that word, <laughs> of, <laughs> of, of President Corrigan, <laughs> the machinations. <laughs> The imagination. If you're, and it, and whatever. I don't know what you're. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I've never seen you. I've never met you. We've never talked. I, I'm not chummy with the president like like Gary and Will are. You know, they listen to all his records. I listen to real rock music. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not chummy with 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 any of that. So I don't know. But if not, then fantastic. But don't don't think for a moment that you might not be being manipulated, mystery man. Don't think that you're above the possibility of being a tool. You know, in the plan, in the in the plans of, of the president. So, I don't know. I just, I, I you, you, this, this gives this all that this doesn't answer anything. All it does is pose more questions for me, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. I'm just not used to this. We've been doing this show for a little bit now, and I've got goosebumps right now. I'm like, I don't know why this guy did. But this is the kind of crap, Rob. This is what I'm talking about. You keep throwing this this trash out, then you're going to get people starting to pay attention we've got an audience now and people are going to start watching and they're going to start being invested in what we're saying and then you attract the wrong kind of attention i don't know i just hope mystery man if you're out there uh listening now i hope you know i uh i i like what you've done so far uh what i've seen you in the ring and i hope to see more of you and uh i'm not on board with the conspiracy thing that's never been a thing uh, i think i can speak no, for go ahead, grovel, grovel gary grovel. nobody's groveling i'm you just saying come on here and into mystery man wants to intimidate with people me. that you don't need you know? to start fights with i'm not starting to fight with anything i call us i've been saying the same thing for the last six months my story's not changed again just like just like kratos just like strictly business everything i do is in the plain light of day for the whole world to see you know he wants to come on and talk to and address me don't don't worry about me I'm just I'm just a humble old podcaster. That's all I am. You want to impress me? Address the man, Nick Aldis. Address him. That's where you need to take your arguments with. It's especially I mean, I if you like, want championships. Well, I feel like that's kind of where it's headed. It looks like. I mean, he's he's no, definitely. I know that's where champion. it's headed. Oh well. Uh, anyway, well, I get my heart back beating right and realize that. Somebody just hijacked our stream and we've got to take a look at that. So there's a lot to think about here. Uh, but big, big things happening in the NWA all the way around, including all of this weirdness. And I uh, hope you guys, if you haven't checked out the press conference, that's over on the YouTube. You can check that out. As we announced here tonight, tickets go on sale Friday for NWA 73 and NWA Empower and tickets for uh, The Chase. You got it. Wrestling at the Chase is back, baby. You got to be involved in it. You don't want to miss it. You got to get your tickets and meet me in St. Louis. Louis, meet me at the fair. Yeah, nobody, just me. Okay. Anyway, uh, you got to go. You got to go to St. Louis. You got to be a part of it. It's going to be history. I can't tell you how big this is. I, I, I just can't even describe it. But anyway, thank you so much, everybody who tunes into the post show. Hope you enjoyed this episode of uh, Power Surge. Tune in next week. We start the champion series. I have nothing negative to say about that so that we keep our stream live and going for the uh, tenure here. And uh, anyway, anything you guys wanted to throw in there before we wrap this thing up? Uh, nope. Uh, it's just, it's a great day. I, uh, I'm, 
I'm a little rattled by that as well, but I don't want to lose sight of the fact that it's been a historic day. It's been a great day, great episode of Power Surge. Great time tonight hanging out with the hashtag NWA fam. Thanks to everyone who hung out, joined in the conversation. Let's do it again next week. Rob, day 1000 falls on Friday, so I know we we may have something special planned for that. I'm sure that's a, that's a big day, but uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Guys, to man, I mean, I'm talking about it, guys. Listen, listen, listen. The NWA, and I got to give credit where credit is due, and it's uh, – what William Patrick Corgan has done, President William Patrick Corgan has done, has resuscitated this amazing company. And and just, you know, I'm a Presbyterian, I'm a Calvinist. So in the fullness of time, it just so happens that the, his path happened to align with the path of Nick Aldis, who is the greatest world champion of the modern era. And on Friday, we're going to see something that you may never see again in our lifetime. Of course, we may be saying this on day 2000. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. I think we're going to reach 2,000. But on Friday, we will reach the 1,000th day of the reign of this incredible champion, and you will experience history, something that you can tell your kids about, something that you may never see again. You're definitely not going to see it again in any other promotion. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about wrestling returning to St. Louis. I'm privileged to be a part of it. I'm privileged to associate with, with my two friends here and everybody in the chat who gives us the time of day and listens to it. Agree or disagree. You know, uh, this is the one true sport and the NWA is the, uh, uh, is the epitome of the one true sport. It is the, the promotion, the, the championship that the champ wears is the lineal title. It's the one true championship. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's a great day. Today was a great, in spite of all the shenanigans and all that we've had to put up with tonight, today is a great day in the history of the company. Yeah, um, it is a great day. And uh, so certainly next week there's going to be a lot more to talk about as the uh, Champions Series pops up. And then, hey, at TIPW Show, tell Robert Stinson he should change the meeting password. Strictly Business 469 isn't safe anymore. So, uh, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you, uh, if you don't follow, uh, the mystery man, I guess uh, now's a good time to let you know at NWA underscore mystery man is available on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, Rob has apparently made a new friend. Oh. We might we might have a potential there he goes. We might have a potential a potential matchup for NWA seventy three here. Uh Rob might have to to settle this in the ring. Yeah, this is uh this is gonna be interesting. I can't wait to see what comes of this. Uh, well, guys, we gotta go for tonight, but thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you people, seriously. Thanks for being part of the hashtag NWA fam. Tell the world about your excitement. Don't forget to use hashtag race to the chase. It's big deal. It's coming up. We're on it right now. You're in the middle of it. You can be part of history. Pay attention to the socials. This Friday, tickets go on sale, and it's going to be huge. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And again, as always, enjoy 